Mum As You Are is a place for self-compassionate reflection to use what you have within you right now as you are perfectly imperfect to find your way through motherhood. I'm Dr Erin Bauer, clinical and perinatal psychologist, author of More Than a Healthy Baby, course creator and mum of two. This is my second podcast, welcome if you've followed me over from my birth trauma work. This current podcast offering is bite-sized, unfancy and unplanned. A roadmap for finding your way back to self-compassion and how to replace numbing and escapism with true, meaningful fun. I talk about motherhood as an identity and an institution, perinatal mental health and patriarchy, parental burnout and numbing. The core message is to practice the question, I wonder. Instead of judging ourselves and engaging in comparisonitis, we simply ask ourselves, I wonder. I wonder. Hello, welcome back. The topic for today is knowing when to rest and when to push on. Now, this is something I am still learning. I do not have like, I'm not green and wrinkly. I'm not Yoda. I do not have like a perfect formula for this. So I want to reflect though, because I've realized (laughs) these realizations that you have been having a few more moments of realization lately. And I think it's to do with, for me, I'm kind of about to transition into a new space within my own mothering journey. And that is going from the space of having children who are not in school to now next year, having two children who are in school. So the days of nappies and toilet training and being at home and nap time, although neither of my kids ever really (laughs) napped a whole lot, all of that is kind of almost coming to an end. So it's that thing of like looking back and thinking, would I do things differently? What things do I wish I had realized? What are the things that I wouldn't have listened to (laughs) even if my future self came back and gave my past self a good talking to, I don't know. But something I have been reflecting on is particularly with if you're entering into a space of business or basically anything, anything where like the rest of the world sort of just seems to go on with things. And by that I mean, you know how there's disclaimers for things, like other things to do with uh, like health and Um, you know, like you'll see disclaimers on like TV shows or sometimes people put them on YouTube channels and things like that. Like, you know, consult your doctor first if you're not sure. I feel like there needs to be one of those for how we think about productivity and what we add to society, what we add to community. So I won't go too deep into the, I mean, it would just never end the deep, deep, deep ingrained, internalized patriarchy, colonialism, all of that, that has mothers thinking, if I'm not contributing, if I'm not doing something productive and financial, then I'm not a worthwhile human. I still struggle with like, I guess, a legacy burden around that, you could say. 
but this idea that I think the world, I don't know, does the world forget what it puts through your mind, body, spirit to actually have a child and raise that child? Or is it that we put the onus, as we often do, back on the individual to do their own disclaimer? And so when I think about my own experiences of coming back into a business space after having kids, I feel like I had struggled like so much with this concept of should I just keep pushing so that my business keeps growing? I should answer that email. I should create that course. I should, you know, keep producing and keep showing up or do I need to rest? And not really knowing. And I think if you consume a lot of hours of content, material, reading, doing courses, things like that, I feel like there is an awful lot of that, you know, successful people get up earlier or you, particularly um, I think in the entrepreneurial space or if you're an author, you hear constantly like such and such got up at 5am and wrote their book before they went to work and they were a single mother and they managed it and so the idea is (laughs) you should manage that too and there's never a disclaimer about hey maybe you want to check in with your Maslow's hierarchy of needs you know are you getting enough sleep are your other buckets topped up are you well rested to go into this space and do your best kind of thing and I think it's similar to Well, it's funny, isn't it, how things kind of echo the experience of birth. And I think a lot of people sometimes struggle with that internal sense of do I need to rest right now or do I need to draw up some extra energy and push through because that is going to be of benefit to me to, you know, avoid having intervention in birth or whatever it might be. Or do I need to listen to other people who are saying keep pushing, keep going, you know, don't give up, (laughs) you're nearly there when maybe your internal voice says something different. So I think it's not something we can come up with an answer to because you could ask somebody who's in the same space, who's given birth at the same time, had a different experience to you, but maybe sleeps really well and their kids sleep really well and they have, uh, you know, maybe not an endless supply, but they have support around them they have people who can help with the caregiving they have people who can help with looking after kids and bringing over meals and doing all that sort of stuff whereas if you don't have those things again it can feel very much like why why am I struggling to keep going with this why am I so damn tired all the time and not realize that again there's not that disclaimer before it you know when you go to don't know training or you read a book or you find yourself in a space particularly I think I used to sort of think it was you know be wary of like the um white males in hoodies (laughs) in Silicon Valley talking about how to be successful because the majority of them are getting a decent amount of sleep and do not have child rearing work outside of that shall we say so be aware of that but sometimes upon reflection I realize it's not just coming from men sometimes this is coming from women in that space too who might have very different levels of energy 
and I might talk about this in a separate episode, but one of the things uncannily that seems to have been happening a lot lately is this observation that so many people, particularly in the entrepreneurial space, I have to say, who are women, seem to be coming out and saying they've got ADHD or that they've just been diagnosed with ADD, so inattentive type or hyperactive type, and this has been life-changing and all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's interesting. So I can hold that and also go, oh, this potentially explains a lot about why different people in different spaces, particularly women, seem to just have different energy. How some people seem to be able to like stay up and work on their business or get up early and work on their business and keep <laughs> pushing through. So I don't have a like full answer for that. But I will say anecdotally, um, I say to my husband only like a couple of months ago, it's actually been really validating and reassuring hearing about uh, some of the women in the entrepreneurial space that I have heard about come out and say they've got ADHD because it feels like if that's useful to them um, and it helps them, like, okay, I have psychologists and other opinions about what I think about the fact that this seems to be the latest thing that everybody's talking about. Mental health definitely does go through fads, I have to say, and I do wonder if this is a convenient thing that we're all uh, jumping to after a massive, massive global pandemic, trauma, all of that. I won't get into it in this episode. But it's been like reassuring for me going like, oh, okay, someone might just have different energy to me, even if on the surface, like, yeah, they still have young kids and they don't sleep and childcare's a struggle and all of that. So it, it's worth thinking, I think, about knowing yourself and really knowing how does your individual energy work what do you need in order to get the best out of yourself and are you um one of my own coaches used to talk about this are you i've probably mentioned this analogy before sorry if i've mentioned it 50 million times but i just find it really helpful is your cup like so topped up with all the things that you need you like not just your physical needs but like your mental health needs your emotion needs, your spiritual needs, your, all of that, your self-worth needs, that it is overflowing and other people would be just like lucky to be in the splash zone or are you trying to take out a teaspoon of energy when there's nothing, when you've only got a teaspoon? Um, so similar to, I don't know, what's another analogy? When people, <laughs> when people talk about watering your plants, right? That if, if you just do a little bit and you take a bit and then you do a bit, like they end up sort of like yellowed and brown at the edges because it's kind of like being in the Sahara and like getting a sip of water and that sustains you for a bit, but then you just dry out again. So I think what I'm trying to say is that it is really worth, it's easier said than done, I know, not comparing yourself to other people, but noticing, really full body noticing when do you actually feel so topped up that you've got extra to give? And those are the moments to push, unless it's kind of thing where, again, like birth, yeah, potentially you could just have a tiny bit left and then you get the energy from the last push. That works for some people is just pushing through. But knowing when to rest for your body type, your energetic needs, 
not just the external stuff, not just looking at like, oh, yeah, but I've got childcare, so I shouldn't be tired. Oh, yeah, but my kids sleep through the night, so I shouldn't be tired. Like looking at all the external and the internal things to decide what is right for you and putting in like your own personal disclaimer. I wish I had done that a bit more. When I hear these voices of successful people talking about all the things that you need to do to get things done, oh, my goodness, to just, you know, have a business that's even semi-functional. I wish I had put in my own disclaimer, this doesn't apply to people. You shouldn't be forcing yourself to get up at 4am if you are, like, struggling to meet your basic sleep needs. So I think that's part of the bigger discussion I want to say about how we think about maternal mental health and as a general community looking after mothers when we say oh it's the most important job in the world and all of that but we don't actually provide the support and the resources and the validation that kids take it out of you they really take it out of you so be kind to yourself when you're thinking about do you rest do you push only you know that Listen to your own inner wisdom and tune out some of the noise from other people, including me potentially. Have a good week.